0: Hey,
1: um
0: i've been holding on to this question for a moment okay
1: mm-hmm. of
0: our recurring podcast characters who is who we have three beautiful characters <laughs> in a beautiful love triangle who's who in our podcast i think i think that matt is the brian eno of this podcast
2: just want i always bring up so i'm i'm okay with being right
0: matt is the guys. brian eno of our podcast <laughs>
1: I don't know
0: who i would be. I think you are the last Claypool of the bunch. <laughs> no! I guess I or guess I do, I do think the, I'm best.
1: the
0: best You do the best. You do the best. Last Claypool.
2: I
3: have
1: no idea,
2: <laughs> I have no idea what uh, Brian Eno sounds like, so yeah. I'll just gonna you know, just gonna literally vibe right now. That makes, that <laughs> and makes I think music. that's all he does anyway.
0: That's true. That makes me the Alan Vega, but I can't do a New York accent, so. I've never heard fucked. him
2: speak other than sing. Hey, I'm podcasting He's
0: got... here, <laughs> basically.
2: <laughs> so, so Annie, when you were when you were getting more ketchup for your for your fries, Delvin yes. and I were talking about uh, potato chip flavors, and we were wondering
1: if uh, ketchup all,
3: flavor.
1: All oh, if, we need uh, we need some context here. For context. Need... okay, hit it. There was a question on Twitter the other day, where it's like name the four genders and i responded mustard ketchup salt and pepper and
2: uh, <laughs> so i asked devlin just now was like <laughs> would all dressed be the non-binary <laughs> <laughs> i think all dressed would be gender fluid gender fluid i dig that okay well that's funny because it's actually my favorite too so screw it live your life by your own rules all dressed
0: what about ketchup flavor chips, though?
1: I mentioned ketchup.
0: What gender is ketchup? Ketchup. It's <laughs> <laughs> Just ketchup.
1: Just ketchup. Oh my gosh.
0: Wait, wasn't you, Devlin, who beefs ketchup?
1: I don't like ketchup chips. I think every other country <laughs> can have ketchup chips. I'm done with them. Every touring band I've ever like dealt with in you know, a like a promotional thing, they always want to bang a of ketchup shift. And I'm like, why? There's so many many better things.
2: Is that because they can't get is that because they can't get ketchup chips in the States?
1: Yeah, it's a purely Canadian thing.
2: Yeah. Oh, ketchup chip. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Unique to Canada. <laughs> you cannot have. Ha <laughs> 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 Fuck you <America. laughs> oh, just kidding, we we are concerned for your well being.
0: I love yeah. America. I am I love you America, just so you know.
2: America, fuck yeah
0: <laughs> Fuck yeah.
1: I, I mean save something. I have some, I have some takes, but this is not the podcast for
0: that. Oh, I have takes on America too, but this is definitely not the podcast for this, that.
1: This, these aren't the takes you're looking for.
0: We talk about no. so many American bands that we can't really rip on Americans.
1: Sure, you I can. can rip on Canada. You know how I, you know how I rip on America? Free healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> Getting petty. Not up that the free here.
0: healthcare is good, but.
1: Also, that's in bad taste, like 3,000 people died yesterday. Yeah, that's... Oops. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Sorry. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, we hope everybody's doing okay out there.
1: Yeah, it's it's been a hellish two months.
2: It has. And now we have murderous hornets.
1: (laughs) I was just saying that I hate that nickname for them. Like, yes, it's scary. would Sorry. you
2: prefer them? to just call Japanese hornets because then there'd just be some latent fucking
1: excuse to be racist towards the Japanese. That's true, but of true. Yeah. that is true. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. But you could also just call them giant hornets, and everyone knows what you mean. But murder hornets. <laughs> but like, they don't murder. You have to be stung at least forty-two times for you to
0: die. Oh my it God! Like, really? really? Like a specific yeah. number too.
2: Forty-two.
0: Isn't that the number from Hitchhiker's Guide? Is yes. It? Yeah, oh my is. god.
1: <laughs> what if the hornets the are trying to tell us something? The meaning of life is to be stung 42 times by a Japanese giant hornet. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that's they're intrusive. They are, and also they're loud as shit. Are they? You
0: know they're coming. Yeah, I was
2: gonna say.
1: Oh, they're already here. They found a bunch of them last year and the year before that.
2: Why are we just hearing them about this now?
1: I've been hearing about it for like two years. <laughs>
0: I feel like that's a Reddit thing. Like Reddit just decided to start talking about it. But so. also,
2: Devlin is like our biology forestry person. So,
0: Devlin went to biology school. school. No, I didn't.
1: University, you mean? What? <laughs> I did well you in biology. No, I'm going to go to biology school. Are you going
0: to biology school. <laughs> <Mistake> it. <laughs> I've
1: gone of him and been like, "Yes, I have a doctorate." No. Nah. <laughs> it's dr galloway to you thank you very much devlin the truth galloway
2: phd (laughs) but now if you ever get your doctorate can you just keep the truth as like in the middle of your name (laughs) in quotation marks
1: yes and also for context for listeners my nickname in high school was the truth because (laughs) i was a bitch
0: I've just we've discussed this before, but my nickname in high school was just dyke because everybody knew that I was gay before I knew I was gay.
2: Everyone just called me Matt shit. (laughs) And and there's like some regrettably embarrassing reasons for that. But I would just like I think I pooped off of like a building
1: once. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out Gone
2: Jackers. (laughs) Oh, my Jesus.
1: End of that tangent, though. Murder Hornets is an inaccurate name. They are giant hornets, and they're terrifying and murderous. But it's still a dumb name. It's
0: like a almost, fear-mongering name. It's one hundred percent fearmongering.
1: Metal. Oh yes, I love this song title of the band Recovering Today.
0: It could be a good song title.
1: It's true. Hi. Oh,
0: hi, I'm Annie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you didn't let me introduce I the podcast. Your vibe.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay.
2: <laughs>
1: okay, hi okay. Now I'm going to draw it out Hi You're welcome the music is good mm-hmm. uh, I'm Devlin Galloway and I am joined By my two friends
0: um, Hi I'm Annie Creature from the Black Leather Lagoon Negron
1: And I'm Matt the Mad Daddy Lane I forgot what? to go of it <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: sorry, sorry 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 my name is devlin garbage them galloway yeah!
2: yeah! uh, <laughs> oh here we go oh, oh man, man. Um, hey. <laughs>
1: that's the entire album right there thanks for coming by yeah. we We're right. just, just stay recovering um songs the lord taught us by the cramps which is summed up in the noise matt just made can you do it again
3: matt
0: (laughs) that's the whole album
1: right there Uh,
0: this album was my pick um i wanted to keep in line with the goth shit that i've been picking but i also wanted to pick something that's like because we've been so heavy for the past couple of weeks, I just wanted to pick something that was just kind of silly and fun. So. Yeah,
1: we're going real reel down the dumps. Like, there's a global pandemic, and we're just talking about, like, problematic people and really heavy <laughs> topics. I, I want to know what the deal of the trope of trying to sound like Elvis is in this genre of music. Like, why is <sighs> everyone always doing, like, the... Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: But I don't my own. I don't know if it's entirely that, though, because it's just kind of like that classic southern rock and roll blues type, like R&B, early rock and roll prototypical type of sound, though. I don't think it's... I think it just gets equated with Elvis because he was the most popular of that era for this type thing, right?
1: That's true. It's just Elvis yeah. is the only person I can think of that's sang that way. If the A horror hero, you know, like... <laughs>
0: I think there's, like, some people who are getting close. Like, I was listening to a 50s, like, top jukebox hits thing last night. Yeah, and, like, Chuck Berry was kind of getting there. Not completely, but they did have those elements for sure. Mm. That's fair. I think the... I personally think that the reason there's so much, like, Elvis influencing this, like, like, this band and this genre is because he's kitschy. The yeah, band, true. the cramps themselves are kitschy and I think Elvis to an extent is really kitschy. Oh Elvis
2: is so kitschy. For sure. Have you seen his memorabilia? My God. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my or like god. the suits he
1: wore <laughs> near the end of his career. Like the fucking mm. white power suit. <laughs> oh my Jesus. I watched a <laughs> video of Oh man, I watched
2: a video of Elvis trying to do You've Lost That Love and feeling and he's like not nah, looking so hot, sweating bullets. <laughs> that. And he just gets to the part where it's like, and he just goes, baby! And it's like, yeah, I'm like, I'd be like kind of crying, not because this is beautiful, but he's like, baby, have no. And I'm like, oh my god, man. Oh, <laughs> this is not pretty. <laughs> not pretty. <laughs> Who hurt
0: you, Elvis Presley? Oh, that's a you. that's a whole
1: episode on its own right there
2: oh yeah we haven't even gotten into the that type thing we should but, do a
0: yeah. 50s episode at some point we should um, I, if do, if we do
1: elvis the- I'll be a real dick about it and get real heavy again oh there's some pretty <laughs> gnarly shit about our friend
2: elvis or can't I mean that's guy elvis i I don't ever really knew him but <clears throat> I mean I feel like that's obvious
0: gotta this love album when is you 1980. So it's it's a bit late for the 50s.
1: So. It's true. Oh yeah. Thank you for cutting me off. I was about to go on a tangent about problematic stuff, but we're having okay. fun today. We're having, we this al- having fun. fun. This
2: album is a Taurus.
0: This album's a Taurus, okay.
1: <laughs> and
2: or, but it could also be, at, uh, because I couldn't get an exact date, uh, it could be an Aries or a Taurus, and I think that it might be an Aries. But... <laughs> It's got some it's got some Aries energy, but I think that's just because like the uh gnarliness of our of the of the of the
1: writers and the energy. Okay, that yeah. fight in between one of the songs, like in the studio, is very oh, big.
0: Um, like, I didn't hear that. That's such big dick energy. That's that's from the um I guess it's like a special edition of Songs the Lord taught us mm-hmm. on um, on Spotify, mm-hmm. and there's this one take where um, it's I think for Teenage Werewolf. Um, it's this one take where at the beginning the band is fighting the producer, <laughs> and it's just Lux screaming at him. It's it's kind of awful, but it's also kind of hilarious. Hold on, hold, on, like hold they...
2: on, hold on, hold on, hold on,
0: <laughs> Matt's looking for it. I've got it. <laughs>
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's it. Well,
0: if you don't like it, then please leave. Now, man, nobody fucking stops a take of the cramps in the fucking studio. I get out of here. I mean it. Get the fuck out.
2: And welcome to the recording of sessions for songs the Lord taught us. Is Devlin? Didn't you say that you found some? Uh, pictures of Lux and Tear crawling on top of Amps while they were recording and shit?
0: That was me, yeah. Um, okay, was, there's a couple Annie. of There's a couple of photos from recording this album mm. where it's like Lux on top of the Amps and he's like hanging on to Brian Gregory's shoulders. It's pretty great. I love That's that.
1: wonderful. That's you cool. gotta love when a band like dedicates themselves so much that they get into it like in the studio.
0: Yeah, it's such a vibe. Actually, before um... We didn't even wow. We didn't even explain the band members. Okay,
3: okay <laughs> so we're okay. just
0: talking about some randos. Um, so this band they had kind of a couple of shifting lineups, but this is their solid like official first lineup, like on the albums. So this is we're looking at Lux Interior on vocals. Um, what's his real name? Eric Perkiser, I think. Um, there's Poison Ivy Rorschach, who's the good guitarist lead guitarist rorschach Rorschach? what's the real name it's christy oh she's got a wonderful name
1: yeah it's christy wallace but isn't Um, it rorschach wow big like big pulp fiction energy to that name
0: poison ivy rorschach yeah um nick knox on drums and brian gregory on fuzz guitar um, Fuzz guitar. rest in peace to all of them except for ivy they're all just fucking decimated oh. brian died in like 01 lux died in 09 and i think nick knox died in like 2016 so rest in peace porn went out i don't actually know what nick knox's real name is and brian gregory i think it's just like a like just a like he's kind of just rearranged his name
2: <laughs> brian gregory was actually Gregory Bryan. <laughs> no, no. I'm
0: going to Google this. It's like... Gregory Gryan? Kind of real... <laughs>
2: <laughs> Gregory <Ryan. laughs> Um. Also,
1: Gregory like... Gregory
0: Beckerleg. I think Gregory <laughs> Brian Beckerleg or something like that. Yeah. Uh,
1: Knox just sounds like a jackass character name. <laughs> Isn't it,
0: though? Nick Knox?
1: Yeah, it's like Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> oh yeah. Do you think the crew members are jackasses into the cramps?
0: Oh, yes. totally, absolutely.
2: Absolutely. That wouldn't be surprised if they were not inspired. If they would, I would be surprised if they weren't inspired by uh, Lux Interior's stage antics. Like,
0: yeah, that's very fair. Like, like G String sticking the microphone in his mouth, showing everybody his dick. Like
1: <laughs> <Poor laughs> That's did very Lux,
2: according to lux though according to lux though he said that that never happened and that's just that's just false
0: i he was fucked up enough that i don't believe it
2: (laughs)
3: um i had a
0: i've got a friend um who's i think it's her uncle's friend managed the cramps in their new york and he said it was cool but he said that um the Locks was so drunk that he couldn't get off the subway half the time. Oh my god. Yeah, so they were they were kind of a fucked up band. They were doing a lot of drugs, they were drinking a lot. Um mm. especially because it, it's like early punk, so everybody's just fucked up completely. And
1: it was the seventies. Yeah. But also but they, question What is with the nineteen eighties punk scene and men just whipping their dicks out on stage?
0: I think that started in the seventies. Don't show me your wiener.
1: <laughs> I don't want to see it. I want to hear your music. I don't want I don't want to see the wee-wee.
0: I mean, at least it started with the tight pants where you can <laughs> see the wee-wee.
2: All right, well, we're just going to take it one step further. No.
0: I'm sure you people really saw Iggy Pop's wee-wee.
2: <laughs> you what? You've seen it?
0: No, I'm sure people saw Iggy Pop's wee-wee.
2: Oh, I'm certain. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> he's pretty much naked when he goes and plays anyway.
1: Have you seen those memes of, like, people turning modern Iggy Pop's, like, stomach muscle wrinkles into, like, faces? <laughs> yes! No! <laughs> Why <laughs> have I not seen this? <laughs> oh my shit!
0: <laughs>
1: I'll find one for you after the pod, Matt.
0: Um, so, I'm and... gonna give a rundown on the album. So give this is the rundown. very first Psycho Billy album, which is kind of a cheesy genre, but um, the Cramps didn't like to be called psychobilly; they liked to be called like rock and roll. Or Which is funny because they, um, they like Lux
1: to- coined that yeah. term himself.
0: Yeah, he did, but he didn't like to be called it. Um, so this this album came out in 1980. It was recorded in '79. And the band started in 76. So they were on the, um, they were on this New York circuit of, like, Max's Kansas City and CBGB's, like, these really big punk venues. I'd love to talk Max's Kansas City later. That's the fucking cool-ass venue. <clears throat> um, so this is, I just kind of picked this because it was, like, a fun and, a like, a goofy record. A lot of the songs are, like, just kind of, they're, like, horror-themed. They're kind of, like, um, I compared it to like watching a John Waters movie. <laughs> like, it's kind of, um, it's like kitschy, it's freaky, it's filthy. It's just kind of like being silly and gross for the sake of being silly and gross. Um, you gotta love it. This was on this was on IRS and it was recorded in Memphis. Um, so a couple of these songs are like absolute punk classics. Like I was a teenage werewolf, which I'm not sure. I don't think we're talking that song, but um, it's a kind of a punk classic. It was produced by Alex Chilton, who was um, who was from Big Star, and he produced some pretty cool records actually. And then Matt actually mentioned that the guy who engineered this album. Uh, do yes, you have it's, his it's, name?
2: Engineer, engineered by john hampton
0: okay john Ampton? Hampton. hampton um he engineered for like the replacements and later on in his career the white stripes which is probably would have been like a huge thing for jack white he's a really big cramps fan oh um, do you imagine which is cool Do you it? imagine
2: how annoyed john hampton would probably be with jack white constantly bringing up that he worked on the first cramps uh, album
0: <laughs> oh dude no. So much so Jack, that he brought- <laughs> I think I've shit on Jack White before on this podcast, but, but goddamn. <laughs> and he
2: still loves him though. I think it's like I do. The- <clears throat> I
0: have a soft spot, but I also hate him. So But he
2: also brought him back for the Ronk and Tears album Broken Boy Soldiers as mixing engineer. So that's
0: a good ass album, I'm not gonna
1: lie. Yeah, that's a good one. I only really know Steady as she goes.
0: The, yeah, the first, <laughs> I think, Jack career from like '97 to 2010 was good, and then anything past that was just like, "What the fuck are you doing?"
2: Dude, stop hanging out with Jay Z, like, <laughs> or at least stop taking like ideas from Jay Z. Like, Do you guys remember Title? Let Jay Z, Bg, B Jay Z. Oh yeah,
0: Title. <laughs> that's a classic. Oh
1: yeah, that's oh rocking, fuck, I right? forgot about Title.
2: <laughs> that's still rocking though. I think.
1: No, it is. I definitely released my record on it. Me too. You
2: can, find <laughs> a, you can find us on Tidal.
1: You can find this podcast on Tidal in like a few weeks when I get to it. I'm not going to actually do that.
0: <laughs> God. Hey, the only single on this album was Garbage Man, which Devlin fucking loves. It's my Devlin favorite song. Shut up, I song. I it's love actually, it. It's actually my favorite song on this record, too. Um, and then there's a couple of covers on this album. So like Fever, it's like an old blues standard that was like recorded by L- Little Willie John. There's a Sonics cover on here. Like um, the Cramps just kind of, they were functionally half the time a cover band. They were just kind of playing what they wanted to and the stuff that they enjoyed and the stuff that they were raised on.
2: And uh, Sunglasses After really Dark
0: as well um,
2: is another one. That's a cover? Uh, Technically a cover, According to Friend of the Pod Bear God or Bear Good uh Delta. Bear Good Delta. Uh Sunglasses After the Dark is two songs. Lyrics were lifted from Dwight Pullens Sunglasses After Dark and the music from Link Ray's Ace of Spades.
0: Oh about that. I. So, so, I was I was thinking a lot about Link Ray recently because I found a video of him on on um Instagram Look. actually go watch um go watch uh Rumble which is a documentary about Native American contributions to rock and roll it's really good is Link Ray um that's a side note though
2: is is Link Ray
0: yeah Link Ray is, is uh Lincoln? I don't actually know what like background it was but he's like native yeah yeah
2: okay yeah, it was indigenous. Well, like what band he is from okay no oh, was guys just Link Ray
0: cool guy um do you guys want to get into the background of the band a little bit? Yeah, let's do it. I've got some fun facts. Um, <clears throat> so they kind of they formed originally because um, the first the first three members of the band were Lux, Ivy, and Brian. Um, they had like a couple of rotating drummers until they settled on Nick Knox. I think one of the drummers was Brian's sister or something.
1: Yeah, didn't they have like two drummers before this one
0: yes um Mm -hmm. and they so they found it because brian and lux were co-workers at a music store and this is one of my favorite stories about this album because it's so unbearably punk um because brian couldn't play any instruments but lux wanted him in the band really badly they they were like go learn bass go figure out bass and Excuse Brian me. was so stupid that he bought a guitar. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so he, just, he
0: couldn't figure it out. He bought a guitar and he learned how to play guitar instead. So the cramps were two guitarists and no bass. And that's kind of why the sound was so iconic. But wasn't
2: wasn't the fat wasn't it that he like got embarrassed so he didn't say that he had bought a guitar instead yes. of a bass and just played the the bass lines on the guitar? Yes. And he's like, oh, nothing at all.
1: Nothing to see here, folks. So I'm still playing <laughs> I
2: mean, the bass. Don't, I don't know what you're don't talking look,
1: about. Don't look at my strings. I, don't look at my strings.
0: I fucking adore Brian Gregory. Yeah. I think he's such a, like, iconic forgotten punk. He got kicked out of the band for, apparently, I don't know, this might not be true. Um, he got kicked out of the band for trying to sell their equipment for heroin, I think. Yikes. Um, dope money. Uh, that's what I heard, at least. I'm not sure if it's true. Um I don't think they ever really talked about it. This guy brought a it. lot of drugs. But um I I also I really love him. I think he's like a really interesting figure in punk history and no one ever talks about him. Um but so much so that I used to go hang out with his grave at this in this graveyard in LA. It's kind of forgotten, but just kind of like fun to go sit with like a forgotten punk like forgotten punk's grave and just like crack a beer and hang out. Um, i love that that's so sentimental that was kind of that's kind of cool yeah it was kind of sentimental for me um nearby easy buried. dude what a well. party <laughs> he's got a new headstone they changed it it used to be really hard to find because it's a small little one but then they put in this giant like fucking hulking thing with pictures of him all over it um what else Lux and Ivy are kind of like an iconic forty-year romance <gasps> in rock history. I love that. Matt really likes this story. I
1: love it. Um, uh. um,
0: also, Nick Knox came from the Electric Eels, who were like also a really great early punk band who were fun to listen to. But um, yeah, Matt, I'm gonna let Matt go into their background. Can I just, like, their interject rock, here that because I think Matt really
1: old punk band names sucked.
0: <laughs> I like them to be honest, but yeah, I can kind of see where that's coming the
1: from. The electric eels,
0: <laughs> I think that's sick, but yeah,
1: television this is fucking <laughs> Every that's <time> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <top. laughs>
1: not, oh, I'm
0: not sure if we mentioned it before, but Matt really hates television.
2: <laughs> I just don't get it, man, and like I find it boring. Like, i I'm like, whenever I have like. I'm listening to like um, related playlists, like albums I've, I've listened to, and it's like something from this like late '70s or early '80s, and then television comes on. I find myself, whatever I'm doing, I'm like, "Oh my god, what the fuck is this?" And it's like, <laughs> and it's always television. I feel like I'm <laughs> that. I feel like I'm that quote from Nick Cave
0: saying,
2: "I'm." forever i'm forever standing next to a speaker that's playing some garbage and i some like and it's always like, on v- it, and it's always the red hot chili peppers that's how kind of how i feel about television <laughs> but i'm willing to give it a shot that makes me
1: feel bad because i've definitely played television for like a week straight at work while you've been there
2: yeah you did but i was on the other side of that partition so i was listening to like my other shit most
1: like afi or whatever <laughs>
2: afi the cure joy division probably crying well <laughs> probably crying and having an existential crisis aren't we all yeah right welcome to quarantine 2020 um okay so yeah they met when uh, poison ivy was 19 and lux was 25 and he says he got a boner for three seconds of seeing her Um, which i'm like (laughs) (laughs) and i honestly like in my mind like like i read poison ivy's interpretation of this one and i'm like girl i this is this is gorgeous um i'm gonna have to bear this is beautiful (laughs) it is beautiful she just okay so they met um they saw each other in the early 70s at a a at the studying art at sacramento state college and the funny thing about this college is that basically like they had like uh they had classes called the sacred mushroom and the cross and it was basically like a bible class but the amanita mascara mushroom being about christ and its metaphoric value That's and like... pretty
0: 70s sacramento <laughs> yeah And oh, then yeah. All,
2: but, but then like so what happened is that like they saw each other around and i'm gonna try and blend these two in together but the two accounts together because i did read both of them voraciously and then almost and then i had to like take a break because i was like will i ever find love i want this but um
1: (laughs) slight biology slight biology intake here uh the amanita muscaria that's gonna debunk this like hippie bullshit right here is really toxic you eat it you will die so
2: don't touch that shit, kids.
1: Listeners, you see those giant red button mushrooms that have the nice little white spots on them? You leave them the fuck alone, because they will kill don't, you.
2: Don't you put it in your mouth.
3: Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, nah, no. don't. It
2: has nothing to do with
0: Christ. No way.
1: <laughs> um, Can we loop that, please? Can someone just, like, put that on a loop?
0: I'm editing, so I can do that. Don't you put it in your mouth. nuh It has nothing to do with Christ. No way.
1: <laughs> Go. That's a clean take.
2: Um, yeah, that's
1: okay. hippie seven California bullshit.
2: Yeah, she goes on to say, like, they would have, like, they would skip classes, like, any student, I mean, not just them. And, like, they'd come back and the class, the teacher would be, like, the prof would be, like, oh, so, like, you haven't been around, like, what do you want for a grade? And then she'd be, like, well, I guess an A. And they'd be, like, yeah, okay. And, that, <laughs> and that's <laughs> it! Yeah, right? And it's, like, this is some weird shit, so... They were pretty lucky for that kind of unique situation. But they saw each other on campus a bunch. And then him, uh, Lux and his buddy were, like, driving. And uh, and Poison Ivy's, like, trying to... She's, like, hitchhiking back to her dorm room. And they're, like, both, like, whoa! And she gets in. And then they start talking. And then they were... um, Then they kind of hit it off. And they were both picking their classes for the next semester. And they decided to take a course... um on uh, what what where is this art and shamanism which frankly when i read that i was like oh fuck you can study that i want to take that fucking class <laughs> so so they they end up getting there and they're they're in the first like they're in the first class and she's she says that she like sat there and she was psychically putting out like please sit next please sit next to me please sit next to me so up comes up comes uh lux interior and he sits next to her and she's like uh, and she's like, "Oh yeah, it was my, it's my birthday." And he's like, "Oh okay." And he just gives her like a a real like a drawing out of his portfolio that he was carrying. And I and I'm like, "Oh, this is so beautiful, so beautiful." And then they eventually, and then after that, they kind of he he goes on to describe how the teacher did like this this um this kind of exercise that was like he was going to like it cause some energy flow and then they were going to sit together in a circle and hold hands and like cause the energy to go clockwise and counterclockwise and he and lux says that when he held and this part like really really gets me you guys is <laughs> that he says that he was like it was wild like it actually worked but the energy he felt off of off of poison ivy's hand was a thousand times stronger than anything that they were doing at and i'm like Ugh my heart apparently according to to poison ivy in certain astrology this is quote both regular astrology and chinese chinese astrology there's some things that say lux and i that we shouldn't be together and the reason is that the function of astrology was to maintain social order it had nothing to do it had to do with arranged marriages and how a certain man would belong with a certain woman because it would fit in with the social order and they, wouldn't co- and they wouldn't cause trouble. And combinations that they said were bad, it didn't mean that they wouldn't get along or wouldn't enjoy each other's company. What it means is that they'll start a revolution or they'll cause trouble and that'll set things on fire. And I think we're definitely the kind of pair that would have tried to keep that, that they would try to keep apart because together we cause a lot of upheaval. From our point of view, it's creation. We're creating things. And then in my notes, I put the destructive character by Walter Benjamin. Thank
0: you.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm Throwback. just going to after hearing that, I'm just going to say one thing and one thing only. White people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Hippie> <laughs> bullshit. Oh, man. I don't know. I find that so
1: beautiful, though. Like It is beautiful, but it's also like, holy shit, the hippies really got a hold of everything, didn't they?
2: yeah man they fucked some shit up i mean like god damn it guys like what are you doing i mean they're still fucking shit up have you seen instagram
1: oh don't (sighs) even get started
0: i I was gonna talk a little bit about the like elements of the music so um this Mm -hmm. is like it's very much produced like a classic 50s or 60s album would have been there's like hard panning Mm -hmm. it's really noisy um it's on purpose, obviously, but um even the music itself is supposed to evoke that feeling. Um I saw I think Nick Knox was described once as the king of the jungle beat, um, which I can definitely I can see that. That's like a cool way to describe it. Um just heavy on the tons. Also I read an Yes. I also read an article that praised the music as moronic and rudimentary. <laughs> but it was like a praise. Like it was like like this is why it's good <laughs> can you imagine
1: playing a show sorry oh no what were you gonna say devlin oh uh, can you imagine going to a show and someone walks up to you and they're like oh your music's moronic it's so <laughs> stupid but it's so good
2: yeah i i and it's fu- i find it funny because when i like i first put this on and i had been like i had been circling around the cramps for a while and so when annie picked this record i was stoked And I put it on and I went for a walk and I'm like, man, shit. This is like making me, I'm like walking around. I feel cool. I feel cool listening to it. And I'm like, wow, this is brutal. This is so beautiful. I love this shit. But, and then I went into it. And according to Ivy, she said that like, like she didn't feel the production reflected the band's toughness. (laughs) Like, what were you, what were you wanting? (laughs)
0: <laughs> like this is so heavy, it's tough. It's a bro- like a tough ass album for it sure. It is. It's it so good.
1: Uh, songs <laughs> the Lord taught us, or uh, songs to wear a leather jacket to.
0: Oh, totally. I I love this band. Um, Matt mentioned that I I had talked about them a bit. Um, Spotify says that the Cramps are one of my favorite bands. So <laughs> that's. That that's based on my listening, so I think Spotify got it. Yeah, Big it. Brother would know, um, right? Big Brother would know. Mm. Um, but I I think oh yeah, their debut performance was actually um for they opened for the Dead Boys, which was pretty cool. That's sick. Um, this is sick as fuck, dude. The CBGBs and Max's Kansas City route, like that that oh, it's so fucking cool, dude. I want to talk about it more about it actually, but. Like Max's Kansas City started as a, um, it started as a venue for artists. So like visual artists from all over New York kind of congregated there. And then once punk picked up, um, it, it was just mm-hmm. the punk venue. Like every punk band you can possibly think of played there. Um, let's see if I can find a list because it's just really cool. I think before that it was sort of a, a speakeasy type place.
1: I feel like places like that always start out as like an artist, like once an artist space, always an artist space kind of deal.
0: Oh, it was like a Andy Warhol crew hangout as well. Um, so here's the people who have played there. Velvet Underground, Lou Reed. These were like regulars too. Mark Bolin, David Bowie, Iggy Pop. Alice Cooper, New York Dolls, Wayne County, also Jane County, um, a um, often forgotten about trans icon actually, um, Patty Smith, um, Lenny Kay, um, Bruce Springsteen, Tim Buckley, Tom Waits, Bonnie Wright, just keeps going like that's and that's the early days. Um, Debbie Harry was a waitress there. <laughs> um, And then once Punk picked up, it was like, um, it was like The Offs, Suicide, um, The Ramones, The Heartbreakers, Television, uh, Talking Heads, The Cramps, The B-52s, Misfits, The Damned were playing there, um, Sid Vicious played a whole bunch of solo gigs there. Like this place was really, really fucking cool. And that's kind of it was that in CBGB's that the cramps came out of. You know,
2: just because you're in the 70s like late 70s punk movement in New York City doesn't mean you're great. I'm sorry. I just can't get into the <laughs> into <TV> television. Television. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't get like i i you're you're like you're like no name brand velvet underground. Go home.
1: <laughs> God like <laughs> i mean i like marky moon but i don't like any of the other songs marky
2: moon is a beautiful title i was like you know what i want to get into television let me see this marky moon oh that sounds so good partial to the moon but like i, am, I put it on I'm like, I'm like i'm like <sighs> jesus the cramps though the cramps the cramps
1: we'll get to television another day
3: i'm
0: gonna make you guys do marquee moon that'd be so mean i mean i
1: love I marquee moon
2: yeah i'm fine with it if we have to do it we have to do it oh, oh i just got an idea but i'll save that for you. <laughs> you said that so sinisterly like oh man. yeah it'll be like so unexpected for you guys <laughs> I'm gonna, oh i'm gonna write that down okay one sec i
0: think matt matt pulled matt sent this really great interview with with ivy from 1990 that's nardwar yeah i think it's 90 yeah yeah it's really fun like i would recommend listening to it i only listen to a part of it but i just fucking love nardwar so nardwar, nardwar.
1: We're, we're we're calling
0: dude dude
1: do do. we need it we needed to come and dude for us <laughs>
0: Oh these dude us, Nardwar.
1: I just want a oh, single dude. I want I want a, <laughs> a dude from the Nard.
0: Oh.
2: <laughs> Bless your heart, Nardwar. A, a a Canadian icon. A Canadian treasure. Sorry. That's really honest Have you guys
0: bar? ever met Nardwar?
2: Often. I okay.
0: often. I never run into him, and I'm mad.
2: Okay, well, you just beat the shit out of my story because I was just in the same room with him, with him watching Willis Cyril Beale. But like, damn, Devlin,
1: I've been to so many Evaporator shows, and I've like,
0: oh, that makes sense. Run
1: into him at UBC like at least six times.
0: What the okay, fuck? Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, hey, Nardor. Why? Well, <laughs> I
0: don't know.
1: I also used to be way more confident and actually talk to people after shows instead of just sitting in my corner, so you know. Yeah.
0: Nardwar.
1: Nardwar. Nardwar.
0: Nardwar.
2: Nardwar. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Nardwar. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da.
1: Yeah, I've ran into Nardwar several times. What was about the interview with Nardwar and Poison Ivy?
0: Oh, it was just good. <laughs> 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 There's nothing yeah, it about it. Good. It's just good. I
1: would okay. I f- yeah,
2: I don't know. Even Lux has gone on saying like he he's kind of like off the rails sometimes and Poison Ivy kind of like brought a little bit of class to him and he felt like that's like you know she she's just like more level-headed and wise and classy.
0: She's so wise. I think we should talk a little bit about it, but I think she is the band. Like she is oh, the Oh, she craft. managed them. Oh yeah.
2: She she did everything them, for them. She
0: wrote everything. Like she
2: Annie, you—I have a quote from uh our friend, or uh, you're one of your faves, mm-hmm. uh Kid, Kid Congo Powers.
0: Ah uh, yes, love.
2: Who recently celebrated a birthday? Happy birthday! And um, he and
0: Nick Knox had the same birthday. Um, oh wow! Kid Congo Powers was um a later or after Brian Gregory. He was the guitarist for the Cramps. So he, also also a gay icon, everybody.
2: <laughs> and he also played with Nick Cave. So like they yes, like the. Six separations of King Congo, Kid Congo powers, um, the degrees, um, but yeah, the quote from from them was, uh, "She managed them as a band and as a gang," and that's actually not him. That's the beginning of the thing. And it's like if something bad was happening, Ivy would snap her fingers and point, and we'd have to beat somebody up. It was like being in a gang, like a juvenile delinquent band, and it was great.
3: That's <laughs> amazing. Like, awesome.
0: That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. But also, it's- like. Poison Ivy's rule, (laughs) guy. What'd you say? Total Total snakes snakes
2: rule.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Poison Ivy deserves more attention, I think, as like a woman guitarist in punk, like so groundbreaking, so important. Just like, uh.
0: She was coming out of a pretty masculine scene too, like, and she was
2: pretty young too yes like... she
0: was super young and they were like like early 20s and she mm-hmm. was playing in this band of all dudes playing with other bands that were all dudes mm-hmm. and i think that takes a lot of self confidence and i've got a lot of respect for her
1: yeah legit. oh yeah nothing but respect she yeah. again super important deserves more attention i think yeah She's absolutely. got
0: some attention but she needs even more <laughs>
2: Just, just the presence of her. Like, you see her, like, watching live videos of her. She's so unassuming, but sexy, and, like, still so present. Like She's
0: so unassuming. She doesn't even do anything. She just kind of stands there and plays. plays while well, the rest of them are off like, the walls. Yeah,
2: she plays her instrument like a motherfucker. That's what she does. And, like... Oh, like, like even listening to some of the later cramps material and some of the line, the guitar lines and like, and uh, and compositions they, they like some of the material that they put out. I'm like, my god, like, fucking yeah, commanding, consistently, like, consistently powerful. shit Like, this is only just this album is just the beginning of their love of the love shadow that is like, lucky, and Ivies, like... and fucking this powerhouse of a band, man. It's like. So- she
0: had such a like commanding presence despite like not doing anything. Like, um, she just kind of stand there and play, right? Where the while well, the rest of the band's just off the walls, like Brian Gregory's on the floor swallowing lit cigarettes, and Lu- Lux Interior is standing on top of him and <laughs> screaming, and they're just doing everything. But like Ivy is just she just kind of stands there and plays, but she's still the most present and like like captivating figure on the stage despite the off the walls shit that's going mm-hmm.
1: on. You gotta respect that though.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Funny.
1: Sorry. Do we want to talk about the songs now? Good, because we're yeah. already
0: like an hour in.
1: Yeah, let's talk about the songs. I mean okay. we got a lot to cut out anyway, so yeah
0: yeah. Um I picked T V set. This is the first song I picked. Um this song is about murdering a family.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep.
0: Yep. Um, we discussed oh, a yorku. lot of songs about murdering families. Apparently,
1: yeah, that seems to be a common trend with us.
0: This is like a comedic thing, though. It's like a horror movie, like kind of esque, like vibe. Like it's not very serious. It sounds like, like a lot of cramp songs just sound like B movies. Like I think that was a big like B movie, but. <laughs>
1: I think that's like a big trope from like the 1980s with like that kind of music, like the Misfits, all their songs were about like horror movies, like B-sides and like stuff like that. But also, this is also about turning someone into a TV set. That's like, that's a whole level of camp that I kind of love.
0: Yeah, it's so campy, like using the eyeballs is the, what the... The dials. The dials, yeah. Let me find the lyrics for this. I song. cut your head
1: off and put it in my TV set. I use your eyeballs for dials on my TV set. I watch TV. I watch TV since I put you in my TV set. Which is like, well, guess they're in the TV set. You're you're well preserved in my frigidaire. Frig,
0: frigidaire. <laughs>
1: frigida- what is a frigidaire? It's
0: a type of. It's a type of. Uh, uh fridge that's why they're called fridges because of frigid air
1: oh my god today i learned
0: frigid air.
1: i need to i'm looking this up i need to know what a frigid air looks like it probably it's just, just looks a
0: like old... a... it's a little fridge
1: no but you don't understand this is like oh yeah they're fridges <laughs> <laughs> today i learned what a oh. fridge was Oh my god, okay, like the, they're the old ones that have like the little window and they actually just straight up say frigidaire on them.
0: Yes, yeah, that's the brand.
1: Oh my god, I feel like it's such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> What's a frigidaire? <laughs> <laughs> but this song if anything I my one complaint about this song is that a lot of the songs do kind of sound musically similar. Oh yeah. That, that whole like da 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 thing.
0: Yeah, I think that's most of the album and most Cramps albums. I think it's just that's what rock and roll sounded like. I think they they like really similar to like the Misfits or um or oh man, what band was I thinking of? Oh, if it'll it'll come to mind. Um, they were just kind of keeping with this one sound that worked for them that's fair that for their entire career
1: i mean it makes a lot of sense like a lot of sense because you know don't fuck with success
0: no exactly um,
1: on, G- on genius this this page is different because for some reason it turned the entire page orange <laughs> there's uh no comments sadly though Aww. you hate to see it i'm you i'm low on ma- i'm low on material if i can't read the comments <laughs> So we're gonna do my new comment uh, section that I've been looking for. And we're gonna go to rate your music. (laughs) And we're gonna, give me a second here. Oh, the cramps. And we're gonna go down to songs Lord Taught Us. Now let's see the comments. (laughs) (laughs) A great dumb bunch of fun with squawking feedback just like i always suspected elvis presley didn't stop living in 1977 he didn't stop taking drugs either he obviously didn't stop taking drugs see everyone else sees the elvis presley connection too
0: yeah oh totally
1: also another comment this is one of the most creepily sexual albums you'll probably ever hear
0: (laughs) it's somehow sexy and also really creepy
1: it's super creepy.
2: I think that um, was just kind of what they were trying to go for—is like that, like overt sexual tone that was like present in uh, a lot of early
1: fifties and sixties rock. Yeah, it's true. It's really um, hard to talk about these songs when there's not much online about it.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, there's just... actually not a ton of material about songs Lord taught us there's lots of interviews with the cramps and a lot of history on them but there's not a lot on the actual songs
1: no and maybe it's one of those things where it's like the songs weren't the actual show but their personalities and their energy was the actual show
0: oh yeah totally oh
1: uh,
2: I, I don't know though because like the music is fucking pretty badass like if you think about it like poison ivy is like writing in like the early for the at least for the first album She's still, like, she's still baby, like, at that point. And then, like, once you get through, like, the middle of the 80s and stuff like that, and and you got, like, uh, Stay Sick coming on and shit, and it's, like, the the, the, the badassery, it, it did not stop. It just continued to blossom. Like, she got even better as a producer and a songwriter and, and a player.
0: Okay, the, the shredding she does on TV set, like, there's this weird noise shredding she does, which mm-hmm. is really sick. It's so cool. And I think, like, the beat with the floor tom, and, I mean, this is most the most of the album. It's just so cool. It's like, it's like taking rock and roll and making it punk, and I don't think there was a lot of bands that actually did that, because they were either... Like, classic rock and roll is what I'm talking about. Like, taking 40s, 50s, and turning it into punk. Okay,
2: so, like, when I think of classic rock, I think of, like, bands like Led Zeppelin and all those fucking dinosaurs. Like, love, like, you know, I do, I grew up listening to a lot of that stuff, but what they're going for, they're going for, like, Blackboard Jungle released, like, the, f- the film released, and Rock Around the Clock was, like, the hit from that movie and when uh, I think it was uh, Hallie, Haley in the comments, they they did it. I'm, I I yeah, yeah, yeah. So when they did it, well, they would play shows and kids would destroy the venues. They would fucking tear up the seats. like there was kids fucking in like, in, in the washrooms and people destroying things. And he was scared. He's like, I don't know what the hell I did. Like, I'm just trying to play some music here. And like, kids are like bringing in like baseball bats and beating up the fucking venue. Like, and that's, <laughs> and that's like the kind of, that's the kind of legendary myth making type of energy that they were going for. Like, uh, they were really, really yeah, like it's so
0: cool. It's what they're emulating.
2: Yeah. They, they're trying to like, like, it's like they're trying to emulate what like the energy was. the music that wasn't exactly how it sounded what the effect that it had they were trying to like make music that was the effect that was like kind of trying to emulate the effect of early rock and roll and how it was like this crazy
0: yeah i talked earlier about link ray and like he was really well known for people tearing up the venues and people freaking out and um actually um his song rumble um Mm -hmm. Freaked people out so much and, and incited so much violence that it got banned from this radio. There's no lyrics in that song. <laughs> <laughs> <The> first... <laughs> it's like three chords. And apparently, like like people just freaked out about rock and roll, and I think that's what the cramps were trying to emulate. Well, it's three it chords. Cool.
2: But every time he played them, he would up the tremolo on his uh, Fender reverb amp or whatever it is. His Fender. I think amp. he
0: like he cut holes Slowly. in the. He popped holes in the um in the cones so he could distort the distort the sound of the of the um the guitar. Yeah. God damn! He just popped holes in the in cones. Yeah. Well, that
2: was early distortion. Someone yeah. I can't remember where, but someone. Pushed a pencil into a fucking speaker and was like, "Yeah, that that that's good." Oh, there we go. Write
1: that. Write that one down.
2: But now you gotta. Now you, But now, if you want real good distortion, you gotta spend thirty nine dollars on Fab belter plugins to like really get your bass to like fucking drop heavy in the distortion factor. Like, <laughs> oh my! You know, you
1: You're using the sand amp there, bud. I love the yeah. sandamp. <laughs> Let's talk about the sand amp. Oh, what's the what, What's the What's the next song? <laughs>
0: Oh, sorry um mad daddy
1: this one's funny i I laughed at this one
0: it's it's basically about lux being a punk
1: <laughs> that's it's why it's like, funny i'm
0: all i'm rough i'm going to fight you
2: <laughs> at this point i was listening after like listening to tv set and then it went into mad daddy i was just like fuck i would love to hear nick cave do this song <laughs> like this sounds like early cave like early birth like this sounds like birthday party shit to me honestly i would love um, to hear birthday like big cave
0: and um grinderman shit yeah. <laughs> we're gonna bring back grinderman. i
2: am the big bad daddy i am uh- like and then you have fucking warren ellis just like, i, I love the the ma,
1: ma, 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 ma. <laughs> love
0: that classic rock and roll thing though like, yeah. the, like almost the doo-wop shit that they pulled from early doo-wop. I
1: want to return to that. No one does it anymore. And I love stuttered vocals. They're so good. They're so <laughs> good. Like you hear it every so often. Like I can think of like one Strokes song that uses it. And I know, don't, don't attack me about the Strokes, Annie. I know you don't <laughs> like them. But, uh, but like they have like that kind of like da-da-da-da-da in like one song. And it, I love but, what baby. it does it's so good
0: it's super cool
1: one of of my
0: notes about this one of my notes about this is Lux's random background screaming (laughs) (laughs) screaming in the background like you know whatever oh my
2: god you know, it just goes to show. I mean, not to like go back onto the whole Poison Ivy, not getting enough, uh, getting enough uh, recognition, but it's like the squeaky, the squeaky wheel does get the grease, you know? <laughs> Cause like, yeah. no, I don't think anybody was louder than, than, uh, than Lux in this band.
1: Oh my. I, I want them to bring back saying rock and roll in songs too. Oh, really? Yes. Like yelling, let's rock, let's roll. <laughs> like every middle aged dad. It's impossible to leave the house without saying let's rock and roll
2: <laughs> oh man devon are you really you're are you really trying to like just get dropped off in the woods here or something because it's like you're, you're moving awfully close to that psychobilly band i think <laughs> that a
1: take thing? me out back take me out back it's done <laughs>
0: You know, I don't know how I feel about Psychobilly. I think that a lot of the time it's really cheesy, but sometimes it's really fun to listen to. Tiger Army never like, die. The meteors are kind of fun to listen to. Um oh, what's that one band I'm thinking of? Um
1: uh, You
0: guys can keep talking. I'm just gonna go. Okay, let's stand. let's
1: let's let's be real. This kind of psychobilly is good. The second they pull out a stand-up bass and have a pompadour, I'm done with you. <laughs> and you wearing <laughs> like those, Heaven, those... Lord and heat.
0: Reverend Horton Heats okay. Yeah, he's um, okay.
2: I snuck um, into his show on mushrooms at the, at the at the rickshaw, and it was fucking wild.
1: <laughs> and I felt like he didn't man, like me. What's
0: this band that I'm thinking of? Are oh yeah, I was gonna say line, records, six, spider,
1: uh, line Six Spider. Line Six, sponsor us, please. <laughs> you fucking garbage makers.
2: <laughs> yeah, so we can just like take all of your all of your like products and throw them off of buildings. <laughs> Not actually. We'll shoot either.
1: them. We'll shoot them into space for you.
2: But like, yeah, we could just like have like a YouTube series of us destroying Line Six products, but we're sponsored by Line Six.
1: <laughs> they give us just more, and they give us their their defect ones, and we just like shovel them into like a train like engine, just like in the fucking pile. Here they go.
2: <laughs> we rent a helicopter and throw it at like a fucking drone or something. Well, you
1: know, you know the oil the oil companies they're not coming back. Oil's dead, baby. You know what powers cars? Line six. Yeah. It's the new fuel source. We're just gonna burn it all and use it to power our vehicles.
2: Oh my god, the fucking impact on the environment from burning that trash.
1: Oh god. Like, replace fossil fuel fumes with just plastic fumes. Oh. And like god. rare earth metal fumes.
2: Can you power can you power a global economy on shitty tones for guitars? I don't know. I don't think so.
1: Maybe. Not with that attitude, you can't. <laughs> Now, 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 now. I guess so. Maybe. What do you think? Oh. What do you think he meant when he said, I'm the mad, mad daddy?
2: <laughs> I think they knew somebody that was called that. I'm I'm almost pretty sure that the mad daddy is about somebody that they knew who, who was called the mad daddy. And then this, they wrote that song about it.
1: This song is like a brag. These lyrics are so funny. <laughs> Ooh, I jumped so high. I never come down.
2: Now, now, Lux. We all know white men can not jump. <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. Pete Pete Myers was uh uh was uh, a disc jockey for and during uh America's golden age of rock and roll uh radio. And, the man, and he was, a.k.a. the Mad Daddy, the wildest disc jockey from America's Golden Age Rock and Roll Radio, a cat, this is me reading an article off of Nostalgia Center, a cat who drove around in a pink Cadillac, pink Pontiac wearing a Dracula cape and Batty Bucks bat wing sneakers.
0: That's super
1: that smart.
2: And this guy looks like the, like, he looks like, he looks like, uh, what's his nuts from, uh, I know I keep saying What's that. his nuts? I, I, he looks like that kid, he looks like, um, Oh shit! What is this name? The the kid with the glasses from Stand By Me. <laughs> oh damn! Yeah, you know, you know, you know, know who know, I'm talking know. about. Yeah, I know you're talking about. I can't remember. Come on, Google, glasses kid, Stand By Me.
0: Isn't that isn't that Corey Feldman? Corey
2: looks like Corey Feldman grown up in, but like like he, like. But have you if, seen like, Corey, Corey Feldman, Feldman
0: in The Angels?
2: Oh, I have unfortunately.
0: Oh, it's
2: so good. <laughs> oh, there's memes there. Um, but like um. Apparently, okay, oh my gosh. So the greatest scientist of the 20th, 20th century, Albert Einstein, Einstein was estimated to have an IQ of 160. That's officially genius on the measuring scale of human intelligence. Pete Myers, aka the mad daddy, boasted an IQ of 172 ranking him higher than Einstein in the high genius category. I really wish I would have discovered this article before we were fucking recording cuz he actually would like throw on Link Ray and Helen Wolf too, so.
0: That's sick as fuck.
1: Yeah, it's pretty fucking dope. IQ is so funny.
0: That's such, like, screaming Lord Such energy. (laughs) 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 Like, what the fuck?
2: I have an IQ of this. I'm like, yeah, but you're a fucking piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry you lack any social skills or whatever. Why don't you use that intelligence to fucking be good with people? Oh. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, insults.
0: Um, do you guys want to talk Strychnine? What
2: yes. Strychnine is. Um, what is Strychnine?
0: It's a poison. The poison. Oh. Um. So this song is originally a Sonic's song. Um. Mm. Who were like proto-punk, a proto-punk rock and roll band. I love the Sonics. Um, I do too. I love the Sonics. Um.
1: Here comes the Sonics. Perfect album. Oh, it's yeah.
0: such a good album. I um, to it earlier. So it's fucking the song, goes off. like. The song came out in 65 on Here Comes the Sonics. Mm. Um, it's kind of like a great choice for this band because it's the roots of punk and they're thrown back to the 60s. Um, and the song is about slurping poison um, which I noted was funny because punks, 70s punks used to drink the nastiest moonshine you possibly could. <laughs>
1: which kind of explains did a lo- lot. Did a lot of punks go blind? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Strychnine is a highly toxic, colorless, bitter crystalline alkaloid used as a pesticide, particularly for killing small vertebrates such as birds and rodents. Yep. So it's just like pesticide.
0: This is a pretty iconic song. Like, I'm sure people have heard this before. Oh, yeah. Um, Like, some folks like water, some folks like wine. It's a garage yeah, band like classic. Of straight Nine, Yeah, it's like, it's definitely a garage classic. Yeah. It's not like nice the... to say on
1: it, though, to be honest.
0: There's... Yeah, same thing with the next one. I was wanted to talk about Fever. It's basically, it's also a cover.
2: Oh, man, though, but like Nine and the Sunglasses. Was it Sunglasses at Night? Fuck, what the? The...
0: sunglasses after dark
2: sunglasses thank you annie i'm so sorry those were like my two favorite songs off of this one and like strychnine to me like just fucking like ugh, i feel that shit like they did like they i think they really did these these like covers justice though i think Even i almost like,
1: prefer this version to the original maybe
2: i just I listened to the just, original today
0: it suits them
2: a little late on it but it does suit them yeah but like, um, even you need Fever, to listen bro.
0: to "Here Comes All." You need to listen to all of "Here Comes the Sonics," Matt. It's so yeah, yeah. good.
2: Well, I was listening. I I got through half of it before we started, and it's like I don't know. Um, it's fucking, it's it's deadly. I don't know. I just think that this this whole uh, this whole album, like, and even the way that they talk about uh, rock and roll, kind of reminds me how like when like I mean, there's must have been something in the water in New York at that time because like Patti Smith has gone off about, like, rock and roll, preaching, like, preaching, like, like rock and roll, the gospel of rock and roll, like, the real shit. Like, this is, like, a fucking attitude. It's a way of life. And it's so much, like, you can just kind of, um, you can just drink it. And, like, these guys are just, like, intoxicating in the fact that they, like, really... Like, if you think about what was going on at the time, like, the Bee Gees and stuff like that, and, like, all of that, like, early kind of, like, all that late 70s kind of, like, where... You know, kind of soft rock, yeah. Like soft rock radio is basically an entire is like is mainstream radio in in the seventies. Like, like there's
0: ooh. this one. Uh, I kind of do fuck with disco. I'm not gonna lie. this goes good. goes good. There's this one picture of Wendy O. Williams with um, what does she have written across her chest? i need to find it it's like death to but disco you, but or you also have like that. bands like
2: kiss being like rock and roll all night and party every day and like, like bands death like to
0: techno pop
2: and then cramps and the cramps coming up being like uh y'all are just a fucking bunch of corporate like money making machines fuck you like we're like we don't need a marketing scheme to sell records and we don't need that to get an audience people know what the fuck we're about
1: and that being said a, little... a cramps pinball machine would be tight oh my god (laughs) oh my god i would play the
0: fuck out of that because
1: like kiss was all about the fucking pinball machines yeah but if they made the cramps pinball machine shaped like a
2: goddamn fucking hollow body red cherry red fucking guitar from gibson and like it was shaped like that it doesn't exist well you know what we are a the
1: million dollar idea for you, there, exactly. Million
2: dollar idea, and it's gonna go to the Lux Interior Memorial Foundation. We're gonna build a memorial <laughs> in 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 Sacramento where you were in uh, it, where you and where you and Poison, Poison Ivy met, and we're gonna build this 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 memorial to your love, which is probably goes against everything that like Poison Ivy is probably about right now. She probably...
0: would hate that. Oh
1: yeah, for sure. <laughs> we're gonna build you. That's tier three on our Patreon. Is we, it goes towards our build the cramps pinball machine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How about we just build the
2: pinball machine? We won't do the memorial. We'll just scrap that idea. Throw it out the. You know, we're just. I'm just spitballing here. Shots in the dark. Pod Nation,
1: Pod Nation. <laughs> help us, help you by giving us a game to play in quarantine that we will not share with you.
2: <laughs> we could just take pictures of it on our Instagram, and then when we're out of quarantine, we'll like we'll like tour it around and do live episodes of the pod. How about that?
1: No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's <just> mine, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Brings, uh, yeah. I don't know what. It's, it's, mm, mm.
3: Okay,
0: my my note, I my notes on Fever are this is another cover. I mentioned this, it was by Little Willie John, and it was released in 1956. I just wanted to talk a bit about it because it's such a classic. It's kind of the same logic as between pick about picking struck nine right like it's kind of a mm-hmm. rock and roll classic i think this was also on um their first ep which was called gravest hits yeah. um i'm going to go check i've got a copy that's on so that. funny
1: to call your first like release gravest hits
2: well it wasn't it's funny because it, they also worked with um alex Chilton of of big star and their first album was called number one number one album or number one record or something <laughs> So it's kinda like that, you know?
1: It's a good old joke. It's yeah. a good good joke for the decade they're from.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I guess at that time that was the birth of corporate rock and roll.
0: It's not, I'm wrong. It's I was thinking of Surf and Bird, which is another cover,
2: but
1: I had an idea the other day, like literally yesterday, because I was listening to Surf and Bird, because it came on autoplay after I was listening to this album. Yeah. And what if you did a Halloween cover set, but you just played Surf and Bird for fifteen minutes straight and you didn't stop? <laughs> yeah, just you'd have everybody's
0: to... everybody's different versions of Surf and Bird. No, <laughs> no like there's
1: no pauses. Like... Just like you kept going, like, you just kept going like pop 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 for, for this fifteen yeah, minutes.
0: Yeah,
2: but it, yeah, yeah, do that and then like, but just bring in like, just make it such a dramatic intro. Be like,
0: get yeah, up, nah, nah.
2: good. <laughs>
1: Right before you come in, just get the Tom of... <laughs> <laughs> Then
2: uh, Yeah, it sounds like fucking in the air tonight by Phil Collins, but then you drop in the fucking fur
0: <laughs> oh. Have you guys seen okay on Vice City on Vice City Stories? I'm talking about video games. Um on Vice City Stories, um, there's a there's a like a a mission where you have to protect Phil Collins from a hit Oh my head. god! <laughs> Let him die. <laughs> and, then, and then if you if you save him, he plays he plays a version of In the Air Tonight live in Vice. Yeah, I, I,
2: I do know that. I do know that. It's Phil so Collins. Funny. Oh.
0: Oh, it's so fucking funny.
2: What a guy. I'm gonna I'll
0: send you guys the um, the video.
1: Please.
2: Notable um, cover versions of Fever include Elvis Presley, Boney M, Madonna, Christina Aguilera, and Michael Buble. Uh, Christina
1: Aguilera did a cover of Fever? Yeah.
0: So I love Bob Michael Buble. Not even going to lie.
1: Michael Buble. Wow, you are I mean, off the Bublé. podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, Buble, fi- come on the you, pod. You, you just fired yourself.
0: <laughs> I like Michael Buble. <laughs> The what air tonight. it's there like it and just
2: slowly walking out the door just in the air tonight
0: i'm watching <laughs> it it's really good
2: oh god could
0: you imagine <laughs> what <laughs> happened this, but... it sound... could you
2: imagine being as young as yeah. phil collins at the time of this song's release and still having that hairline like oh my god Did,
0: wait what <laughs> he had that hairline when he was like what
2: fucking i don't know Forever, he was born with a fucking hairline <laughs> like a widow's at. peak. <laughs> he's had that widow's peak since the day he was born.
1: <laughs> okay, so about it, time. You know, the great album, what? the Tarzan theme, uh, Tarzan soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Devin that. was 30
0: when In The Air Tonight was released. No, wait, no, he was
1: 40. Okay, well, how old that. is Phil Collins?
0: He's 69. But nice. I'm 420. Nice. <laughs> 420
2: 69. What day was he born on 420? Just
1: kidding, he's not. Not the actual thing we celebrate on 420 is actually uh, Phil Collins' birthday.
2: Yeah, it's not Hitler's birthday. It's not a subversion to celebrate Hitler's birthday. That's not what 420 is at all. It's just Phil Collins.
0: What's LVO? Generated what Victorian order.
2: Ant- Ant- oh, yeah.
0: Phil Collins has the Royal Victorian Order everybody. So does that
2: mean he's a sir, Phil Collins? I no. I don't you think that's what? knighthood. Okay. No, it's not. No. I'm I pretty sure Robert like Smith. I'm pretty sure this is how fucking whack that that accolade is, is that Robert Smith turned that shit down.
0: Yeah, I heard that. That he turned down the knighthood.
2: Yeah, he turned down the knighthood. Phil Collins, like, yes, daddy. I mean, yes, my 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 queen.
0: <laughs> yes, queen. <laughs>
1: It's 4 p.m. Time for your crowning. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What a whack individual.
2: But you, you know what? You can't hurry love. You just gotta wait. Thanks for destroying an amazing song.
3: <laughs>
2: and you know what? I'll. You know what? That's something I'll give to television. They didn't destroy a perfectly classic R&B tune. So you know what? Props to them. It's fair. <laughs> okay. Right.
1: Um, cramps <laughs> this no, is what happens when we like don't have a lot to look because there's like nothing online about this record oh dude
2: i went off on it my i've got like th- three
1: pages
0: there's of a lot notes lot here. About The band, which is nice but there's not actually a lot about the record it's
1: yeah that's mostly what i meant like there's a lot to the band but the, about this record itself there's not a lot to talk about
0: no not at all and the songs are
1: like that. the songs are like sick but like there's not a lot of
2: I don't know how we got through this episode without talking about the fact that they played a fucking mental institution and 16 patients escaped and while the people who were listening to them were screaming Ward T because Ward T was the one that all the people who were in there for life and there was like no helping them were were from and all the patients thought that they were members of Ward T like (laughs) Like and then and and Lux and, and 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 Ivy saying like yeah we were never we've we were never that happy with our audiences but like that that
1: crowd got it like that's fucking legendary it's that is shit
0: yeah like that's how iconic. like who would... iconic
2: fuck like my god I go to a show in Vancouver and I've worked a ton of them and I'm standing there and I'm like my god what the fuck is wrong with people everyone's standing there trying to be too cool than the other asshole who isn't cool at all like and like lose your shit for once like give a fuck about something and I think the cramps gave a fuck about rock and roll man and I think that's why you get Lux Lux wasn't in doing for any attention he felt that fucking fire like he got hit by the lightning bolt of Zeus who said hey fucking rock and roll my dude like it's like they did every song going this is who the fuck we are take it yeah. or leave it that and basically like, sums up the band, to be honest. Yeah. it's That's like something... That's admirable shit. I think that's super
1: cool. Going back to Fever for one second, there's a very funny verse that seems to stick out to me. Uh, yeah. Captain Smith and Pocahontas had a very bad affair. When her daddy tried to kill him, she said, daddy oh, don't you dare.
0: <laughs> I think they added that. Or, like, no, actually, they didn't add that. That was added by was that peggy lee i think peggy lee added that
1: that's a right? really weird line
0: yeah when she did it she added that one
1: okay and peggy lee
2: oh my god oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah oh my god yeah yeah um well i guess we could file this episode under sacred music
0: I go to the record store. I put songs the Lord taught us in sacred music. I leave. (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) legit, legit. Um, final thoughts on this record.
0: Um, this record meant a lot to me when I first heard it. I first heard it because of the White Stripes, actually, Mm. because I was—I've mentioned it before. I was super into the White Stripes when I was like twelve and thirteen. And I first heard this because I wanted to listen to their influences. So I think this record has a very special place in my heart. So sometimes I find it harder to listen to than I used to. I don't know. Maybe it's just that my 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 interests have changed over the years. But I I always mm. come back to it.
1: How about you, Matt?
2: <sighs> Frankly, I fucking adore it. I think it's so cool. I am in love with the love between Ivy and Lex. I I adore it. They're like that weird auntie and uncle um, who shows up at the at the family function, and, and all the parents are given judgmental looks, but the kids are just fucking adoring them because they're weird and out there and so cool. Um, I think they're fent- I think they're phenomenal, um, and I and I think that this record is such a good launching point, and it's really a statement um about like their dedication to rock and roll as an art form or rock and roll as music as a phenomenon so it's it's um yeah i think it's great
1: this is my first time actually ever listening to the cramps all the way through the only song i knew by them before this was human fly off bad music for bad people
3: Um, and yeah
1: which is a great album
3: i've come back and listened to it
1: but uh I listened to that after I listened to this, but uh, going into this, I didn't know what to expect. And at first I was overly critical, but then reading who they were as people made me fall in love with this album. And now like when that like, garbage man comes on, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Knee slapper right there. But, <laughs> yes. <laughs> man,
2: I, I, fucking, I put press play and I hadn't done any background research. And I fucking like the first, like the beginning of TV set came on. I'm like,
1: Oh, Here we go.
2: <laughs> like, you
1: got my attention. And, uh, yes, please. <laughs>
2: I'll have what she's having.
1: <laughs> One of that, please. Yes. Mm. Thank- that's what everyone in the 80s said in, like, the horror punk genre. <laughs> <laughs> the misfits, I like, looked over their show, they're like, mmm. <laughs> yeah, mm. pretty much. Dancing's just trying
2: to be buff, looks interior. Danzy <laughs> just looks over and goes,
3: Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! What do you got Whoa. there?
2: Whoa! <laughs> Fucking <dancing>. mother! <laughs> uh, Tell your children to listen to the cramps.
1: Yeah, basically. Yeah,
2: Annie. What were you listening to this week?
0: Um. Uh, well, uh, this is kind of like complete left field, but. Um, I was listening to Elector Heart by Marina and the Diamonds I Mm. think she just changed her name to Marina for some reason but um, I love that album and I had forgotten about it and then realized how great it is and I was also listening to Funhouse by the Stooges so that's what I've been listening to this week but actually most of the Stooges albums I've been listening to Stooges
1: are good Stooges Stooges are good (laughs) Stooges (laughs) are (laughs) good
0: Stooges are gross.
1: I am, I am
2: Stooges.
1: <laughs> Stooges, good. Good, good thing Stooges, good. Love it. Uh, this week, I've been listening to Diesel and Dust by Midnight Oil because oh, it's fucking good. Fuck yeah, Australia. Beds are burning is a tight song that doesn't get enough respect.
2: It does not. That band is phenomenal. Like so good. Also
1: weird voice. <laughs> weird <laughs>
2: weird guy too. He's like weird, tall, fucking like I'm near seven foot tall, bald guy in a fucking dress shirt. Like he's like the opposite of 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 uh, David Byrne being a tiny headed man in a large suit. This guy is. <laughs> <laughs> That's whose suit it
1: was. That's who the suit belonged to. <laughs>
2: <laughs> David Burns hand-me-down. He was just getting like a singer from Midnight Owl's hand-me-downs, and he's like, Yeah, this does. This will do. <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's so cute.
1: Um I've also been listening to a lot of Faith No More because my partner was listening to them and getting back into them. And honestly, Faith No More is really good, but also another really weird voice band. Oh, it's is just it? A weird what is it? you're
2: running out but you
0: can't help it
1: (laughs) sorry what were you saying
0: (laughs) oh i just love weird voice bands i think if you've got a weird voice i probably enjoy it oh it's so good
1: like one
0: of my other favorite bands is skinny puppy so (laughs) That says a lot about my interest in weird voices.
2: Oh, please let us let us.
1: I've never listened to Skinny Puppy. Oh, you have Holy at work shit. because I've played it. Maybe. Oh you have.
0: Yo, bro. I fucking, That's, mm. You're sorry, That's some... I shouldn't say bro. Um you need to um listen to at least bites. Um just because it's a Vancouver classic. Vancouver,
2: British Columbia, <laughs> Canada classic right there. <laughs>
1: How about every time we talk about a place, we have to say its full name? Exactly. It's
0: not, it's not a bad idea. Sacramento,
1: California, United States of America. Oh, this is
2: <laughs> oh wow. Oh wow. Okay. You did a good is, job of that. Is this? Yeah, that was amazing. Is this how we're gonna like? This is how you summon nardware You just have to say the place. <laughs> you full you name? turn.
1: You turn the lights off. You get a roll of cheese. You light three candles, and you go. Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Vancouver, <laughs> British Columbia, Canada. Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. You turn around three times. Dude, dude, look,
3: you... dude. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> dude.
2: Hey!
1: Oh, my God. That was good.
2: That was good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. Oh, Canadian treasure. Canadian treasure. Um... We're going to do an Evaporators episode. Oh, we got oh, to at this point. Great. Fuck. Um, I was listening to a very strange mix of artists. Not on a playlist. I was At one point, I was listening to a bunch of traditional Kodo songs from Japan. Um oh, yeah. and then, Yep, and then I was listening to the album released by Roger, o, Roger O'Donnell who, was, who joined The Cure uh, on Disintegration and he released a uh, an album which is actually I listened to it twice in a row. I put it on, it finished, and I was like, Mm-mm, I'm "Not done that." It's uh he's a, an amazing piano player. Uh, it's called Two Ravens. Um, and then I was listening to some like recent singles by 1975.
1: They're very good.
2: They yeah, are, yeah. And then some uh, Mark Kozelik. I th- I hope that's how you live at Bico. So and and eddie and the cruisers soundtrack <laughs> you're you've not
0: to a weird mix of stuff you're right
2: yeah, yeah man i've been just <laughs> and then reading arthur and, and <laughs> ordering baudelaire online <laughs> like i can't sleep let me just get some baudelaire and nietzsche uh
1: in in my system yeah like i come out right. of this quarantine pretentious as fuck
2: <laughs> oh dude i'm all I, I mean like it's a genuine interest i'm not gonna i'm not gonna use it as my personality uh, shout out to everyone who does, um, but yeah, no, it's been a weird. It's been a weird. I was so accidentally <laughs> salty. Oh no, it was intentionally salty. It wasn't. There was no accident there. Um, yeah.
0: Okay. So <laughs> thanks, <laughs> that's, Annie.
1: That's it, <laughs> yeah,
0: that's it. <laughs> Annie.
1: And he's like, and we're done. <laughs> that's it. Uh, I'm Devlin Galloway. You can follow me at Devlin Galloway on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow. My record label, Placeholder Records, on Twitter at placeholder rec and on Instagram at placeholder records. You can follow this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Music Is Good Pod. Oh, it's always such a mouthful.
0: Um, I'm Annie. Annie Negren. You can find me on Instagram at John Wayne Gacy Official. What about and you, I- Matt?
2: and i'm matt and you can follow me at all by hmsf which is pronounced himself which is with a y like hymns
1: and uh yeah there we go sweet
0: dude do 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 do
2: do hey i was a teenage when i was. on my face i
0: was a teenage when I was.